0: Welcome back to Hearsay from Law Week, Colorado. I'm Julia Cardi. We're sponsored by the Wheels of Justice, a nonprofit benefiting the Children's Colorado Center for Cancer and Blood Disorders. You can visit wheelsofjusticecycling.org to learn more. On October 11th, juniors in James Stevenson's social studies classes at Thomas Jefferson High School did something different than their regular class lessons.
1: Uh, I'd like to be a judge because I'd like to create a fair and hearing environment for me, my family, and my future generations to live in. I'd like to create a place where everybody feels like they have an equal opportunity to be he- heard. And
0: students went through a simulation of Colorado's process. process for picking judges. They divided into three mock nominating commissions, and three students played candidates for trial judge positions. Judges and lawyers moderate the discussions, led by Supreme Court Justice Richard Gabriel. And
1: I promise you, the last thing I know anyone wants to do is hear a lecture from a guy in a suit.
0: For that Friday's afternoon presentations, Gabriel was joined by former Court of Appeals Judge Marcia Pacconi and solo attorney Philip James, who's also a part-time magistrate. The high school presentation series, called Our Courts, is a partnership between the Colorado Bar Association and the Colorado Judicial Institute. It educates teenagers about Colorado's judge selection process right as they're getting close to voting age. Gabriel knows the process is esoteric, and judicial retention elections are difficult to get voters engaged in.
1: Already, having studied this process, you know more than most of the people out there. Educate yourself, and educate your friends about how, how do I learn about the information? And vote educated. Whatever you vote, be educated. Friends of mine would come up to me and say, you yeah, know, I leave all the judges blank, but I voted for you, or, or I voted no on every judge, but I voted for you. That's, you know, we have two great civic privileges in this country. We get to vote, and we get to sit as jurors in judgment of our peers. Take those privileges seriously when you have those chance.
0: The organizers of our courts have developed three fictional judge candidates for a trial court position. Students divided into three nominating commissions, and volunteers role-played the applicants interviewing with each commission. Each candidate has a backstory for the students to draw on. Before the students broke into nominating commissions, Gabriel asked the classes about the personality traits they think a good judge needs.
1: Tell me the qualities you all think make a good judge. Anybody. What, What kind of things? Someone who's like a good communicator. Good communicator. Yeah, that's really important. When you, when you issue your decision that it's clear, and we know what we're, t- what we're talking about. Very important. Yeah. Honest. Honest. Yeah, we we're pretty hard when a judge is judging other people and it has no honesty or integrity. That's kind of a problem. What else? What other qualities? Um, understanding. Understanding. Yeah, being able to listen, being compassionate, you know, understanding what the issues are. Absolutely. What else? Um, being involved in the community. That's good. Why do you think that's important, being involved in the community? I agree with you.
0: I think it's important to kind of like know the type of people that you're dealing with and kind
1: of like, I don't know, just like kind of so you can be more understanding when you're answering questions. Yeah, that's fabulous. I, I, I was never asked this question. I, have, I happen to be a professional trumpet player in my other life. I got to ask who my favorite trumpet players are. What does that have to do with being a judge? What shows that you're like a real person?
0: He also talked to them about the basics of Colorado's nominating commission process. He explained how it's different from the federal court's system of presidential nominations who are confirmed by Congress. And Gabriel talked about how Colorado's system differs from other states that elect judges.
1: We decided over 50 years ago that we wanted Judges to not be involved in politics. We wanted to select judges based on merit and not politics. Our system is different than other states and from the federal government. Many states elect judges in a, in a, a political election. You run to be on the court as a Democrat or as a Republican, um, and you may do campaign advertisements. So think about this: What if a judge is running for to be a trial? A, a, a person's running to be a trial judge is whatever political party. And runs campaign advertisements on TV. Says I am going to be hard on criminal defendants. You know, if you're, I am a law and order person, and I'm going to be tough on them. And then imagine if you're a criminal defendant in that judge's courtroom after he or she gets elected. How would you feel about that? Would you might have some concern? Seeing some head nods.
0: Gabriel said students playing the applicant roles have given feedback that they get nervous not knowing the questions they'll be asked in advance. So he tries to put them at ease with improvising.
1: Play the role, have fun. Um, I had a a kid last year from another Denver public school. He had a whole story about he's one of 15 kids. Friday was pizza night. They'd always fight over the last piece of pizza, and that's how we learned how to negotiate. It was hilarious. It's okay to go that way or whatever. So So just have fun and don't be afraid to make it up.
0: That's Gabriel talking to a group of students playing the candidates before their interviews. One of the fictional candidate profiles is for Teresa Aguilar Fuentes, a patent lawyer in private practice. She doesn't have trial experience in Colorado and her application contains feedback from her references describing her as smart, but shy and introverted.
1: We design these on purpose so everyone has good qualities and and issues. Nobody's a perfect candidate. So Teresa, she has the most pristine academic credentials. She Yale and Georgetown. Georgetown. She's exceptionally smart. <laughs> yeah. Patent lawyer, which means she does works with technology and invention. She's really smart. Um, the issue is principally for her. Two things: she's never tried a case in a Colorado courtroom. Okay. She's tried cases elsewhere, and so they, I've never t- you want you're applying to be a judge in a court you've never been in. Well, you've been in other courtrooms, so maybe that's what you say. Um, and I've watched cases, I've gone and talked to judges, you know, I've prepared myself, that may be something you make up. The other thing is Teresa is listed really introverted. So they may ask you a question about, what if your courtroom gets out of control? Are you gonna be able to handle it, being introverted? And whatever you say, think of a real world example where, you know, you have, yeah, I'm, I'm one of seven siblings and we're always fighting and I had to be the peacemaker. Yeah.
0: Jael Aima put her own spin on the character for the nominating commissions. She didn't limit her answers to just what she's told about the candidate's background.
1: Why is being a lawyer so important to you? Why is being a lawyer so important to me?
0: Well, I am
1: the daughter. I am one girl out of seven brothers. And um, growing up, I always saw my father in and out of jail, and my mother as well. And so being a young girl sitting through court trials and cases, um, I... Not I really, I,
0: re-
1: I didn't see my father get the justice he deserved, and so that inspired me to be a lawyer.
0: During the first class, Damian Chidez impressed all three committees as Francis Marie Peckham. The character is a magistrate, an advantage, but she's received criticism for coming to judgments too quickly. Chidez took an approach to head off that criticism in his interviews as Peckham. How do you view the way you handle
1: cases? I think I handle them in a very just way. I try to hear as many different points of view as possible so that I don't have a a set mindset going in so that my mind can hear different points of view and understand where everybody's thinking and coming from.
0: Gabriel said sometimes the questions students come up with to ask applicants blow him away with their insightfulness. He said in a previous class, a student asked one of the applicants whether they thought there's a difference between fairness and justice.
1: I mean, it was an incre- it, it's an incredibly sensitive question um, and, and deep. <laughs> and I, I, I thought to my, the, the thought bubble in my head was, my goodness, I wonder how I would answer that if I got that question. And I'd have to think about it.
0: After the last class wrapped up, some students lingered to talk to the judges. Gabriel said the students tend to ask more about his career path. If they're interested in a law career themselves, they're curious about what they should study in college. Always,
1: I would tell them, major in whatever is interesting to you. You can really major in anything and become a lawyer. I suggest to them that it would be useful to have a major that forces you to write and to learn how to think analytically but the sky's the limit on what you can major in, so I tell them that.
0: Yvonne Hernandez, a junior, said she knows she wants to be an immigration lawyer. She said she really started thinking about that career path this year after starting a social justice club that's been focusing on the needs of undocumented students. She's looking at going to the University of Missouri because the school is already reaching out to her. This summer, um, there were ICE raids and there were people who didn't feel safe and people didn't know what to do. They didn't know if they had to open ICE or if they did have to open ICE. There were people who didn't even know if they had to get out of the car for ICE if they were pulled over. So, of course, it is important for people to know what their right is. And that's why I want to be an immigration lawyer, is just so that people know their rights. Even if they're not from here, they have rights. Hernandez said during the class presentation, she was excited to hear about the possibility of becoming a judge after practicing as a lawyer. She said she thinks she could make an even bigger impact that way. I'm Julia Cardi for Hearsay from Law Week, Colorado. For more episodes of our monthly podcast, follow us on SoundCloud or listen on Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.